When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Virginia Tech Sports Network. This is Level 7, featuring Bill Roth and Mike Burnup. Why do they call it the Level 7 Podcast? Yeah, why do they call it Level 7? Because our radio booth is on Level 7 of Lane Stadium. At the very top. Can't get any higher. And it gives us a unique view. It gives us a different perspective on all things Virginia Tech football. From Level 7, we see things you can't see anywhere else. All the plays. All the formations. We can see every seat in the stadium. We can see every tailgate lot. I can see Okinawa. You can't see Okinawa. Level 7 is sponsored by The Edge Apartments, a CMG community, the exclusive student housing partner of the Hokies, and by AAA. Go big and get more with AAA. Visit AAA.com to learn more. Now let's go up to Level 7. Here's Bill Roth. And with that, we welcome you to another edition of Level 7, coming to you from Hokie World Headquarters in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm Bill. Mike Burnup is with me today. And boy, oh boy, we thought we would be talking about uh, the Hokies trying to end their season with a victory over UVA, the passion of the Commonwealth Cup. But all of that changed, Mike. It official, as we learned uh, late last night, that this year's battle between the Hokies and UVA officially canceled. That's so tough. Uh, we feel for UVA. Uh, I think everyone understands the situation. It's just a disappointing end, though, to this season, isn't it? It is, and uh, it's one of those things, Bill. I'm not surprised that it was. I wouldn't have been surprised had they played. You know, there's no right or wrong decision on this thing. It's like, 
You have no idea what they're going through, what the families are going through, but we do know that it's been difficult for them and their families and the whole community and the football team. And, um, you know, they've had very little, if any, practice time. And they have funerals to deal with and all that sort of thing. So not shocked that it was canceled. Uh, is it disappointing a little bit because you saw the Hokies finally put a game together and win, have a little momentum? Um, and it's just one of those things that in the big picture and the big scheme, it just kind of relays to you that life is precious, man, and you never know from one day to the next, one hour to the next of how much time you have. You had a situation when you were in college where you lost uh, someone very close to you, Mike, in a car accident, correct? Yeah, I mean, we were seniors, and our, our playing day was were, were, was over. It was, in a, I think, in the winter semester of uh, uh, after we had finished in the fall. And my roommate, John Schneider, who was from East Meadow, New York, um, got killed in a car wreck. And uh, somebody jumped the median, drunk driver, jumped the median out on 460, not far from where my office is. And uh, just kind of hit him head on and killed him. And, you know, that's something that you just, to this day, you don't really get it out of your head. But that was an accident. And, you know, you have nightmares about it. I remember going to the funeral and all that sort of stuff and driving back and falling asleep and just waking up in a cold sweat. I mean, so you just, and, and that's just from this. I mean, you can't imagine the tragedy it what UVA is going through where you got teammates that are just shot in cold-blooded murder. I mean, it's hard to fathom uh, what they're going through. And it'd be hard for me to understand losing my teammates like that too, just a random act of violence, senseless, uh, like on a bus. I mean, I, I don't know how you It would be almost it. impossible. Yeah, it would almost be impossible to emotionally play in terms of focusing on the task at hand and – and getting fired up for a football game, it seems it would be, especially for someone in that age group, right, that, that 18 to 21-year-old age group, to try to mentally uh, digest what has happened within your football program. Yeah, because you think at that age you're invincible. <laughs> you know, nothing can happen to you. I mean, you're in the prime of your life. you got your whole life in front of you, so much promising stuff. But, you know, if you hadn't practiced for a week, and, you know, this week if they got to deal with funerals or whatever, and then – try to regroup you you know at this level you can't take a week 10 days two weeks off and then expect to try to play a football game it's just difficult physically and mentally as for the Hokies so now the season comes to an end and boy it seems like we just started in Norfolk uh and I don't want to spend the whole show today doing a recap of the season but the Hokies ended up three and eight this wasn't the season clearly uh, that they had expected no it wasn't and um i think when you look at it and you got the three wins right and you think about the two games you lost by one point right that could have been win number four win number five you think about old dominion having the lead in the fourth quarter that could have been win number six right you could be sitting there at six and five thinking about you're going to go to a bowl and whether you play the uva game and have to win it or not right and you think about the other games it was one score games in the fourth quarter so they had a really difficult time closing out games, teams. We saw that they did that against Liberty, and look at the difference it made, right? I mean, Liberty turns it over two of their last three possessions with fumbles, and the Hokies score and win the game. So 
you know, it's one of those things, it's learning experience. You hate it for the seniors too, Bill, because think about that. No senior day for them out there at Lane Stadium. I mean, how difficult is that? And the fact that some of those guys, I guess, when in reality, did they probably never played UVA at home, right, because of the COVID year? That's right. The logistics of the refund, the logistics of senior day, maybe it's at a basketball game. More of that will come out in the coming days. And we'll spend more time going into, as we look back on this season, where the Hokies succeeded and where they didn't. Clearly, Mike, this team never scored 30 points in a game. It only averaged, what, 19 for the season, which is about 118th in the country. Uh, They were in the 118-120 range in total offense. It wasn't the offensive team that it, it, it wanted to be. Uh, and, and clearly, as we look towards the portal, as we look towards recruiting, all these things that are going to happen, there's going to be a lot of changes. The team that opens the season against Old Dominion next year is going to be a lot different than the one, I think, that just played at Liberty last Saturday. Yeah, and I think that's true because there's so many seniors and super seniors on this team that that roster is going to get flipped over. And you just you just wonder. I mean, obviously, they're going to go through that four-day period where they meet with every player and try to find out, okay, What's your status? Are you graduating? Do you have a COVID year? Is it questionable? Are you thinking about coming back? Do you want to come back? Do we want you to come back? And all those sorts of scenarios are going to be addressed with the current team. And then you got signing day coming up right on December 21st to see who you're going to get in to replace some of those guys. And then you got to concentrate on the portal and fill in the missing pieces. So it's going to be so different uh, in that regard. And uh, that's, you know, one thing about replacing some of these seniors like Jalen Holston. you got to be so happy for him after having a career day of rushing. Career career day in carries, rushes, touchdowns, yards. I mean, awesome for him. And how about Tywan Garbert, the game he played, hurt all year. You know, he gets a forced fumble and three sacks and tackles for loss. I mean, he was awesome. So you're happy for it in that regard. But, you know, you got to turn the page and get to the future and try to replace some of these guys. Well, before we do that, we're going to turn the page back to last Saturday. We're going to talk with Jalen Holston. We're going to talk with Garbit. We're going to talk with Coach Pry. All coming up after these messages. Hi, this is Mike Burnup for The Edge, trendy and modern student living next to Tex Campus. The Edge, two, three, and four-bedroom apartments and townhomes come with all utilities included and individual leases. Plus, each resident has a private suite complete with bath and walk-in closet and incredible amenities including lightning-quick Wi-Fi and a resort-style heated pool, to name a few. And best of all, The Edge is just steps from campus. Visit vtcampusedge.com. Live at The Edge, right across from the Virginia Tech campus. There are few things in life you can always count on. Sunsets, potholes, trash trucks in your way when you're running late. And of course, AAA's never-ending reliable roadside assistance. Because for over 100 years, we're always close and we never close. From toes, jumps, or just smoothing out those bumps in the road, we provide 24-7 service so you can have 24-7 peace of mind. Join today and get 50% off at AAA.com slash open road. New members only. Other restrictions apply. See site for details. 
When it comes to name, image, and likeness opportunities with Virginia Tech student-athletes, Hokie fans need only remember one name, Triumph. Founded by the most experienced team in the industry, including former Hokie greats Kevin Jones and Brendan Hill, Triumph offers expert partnership advice, exclusive merchandise offerings, and unique ways to connect with more than 40 student-athletes representing a host of Virginia Tech sports programs. Triumph was named the top 20 most ambitious NIL agency and is ready to work with you. Visit Triumph online at triumphnil.com for more information. Together, we triumph. Welcome you back to Level 7 on this Tuesday. Bill Roth, Mike Burnup with you. We thought we'd be previewing the game between Virginia and Virginia Tech this week, but instead we're going to look a little bit back to last Saturday's game between the Hokies and Liberty Flames. Mike, you had a chance to visit with Coach Pry after the game. How excited was the head coach of the Hokies to finally get that victory over Liberty on Saturday? Well, you couldn't wipe the smile off of his face or the assistant coaches' faces, or the players. I mean, there was so much hugging going on in that locker room. It was like they had won the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> you know, as tough <laughs> as the years have been, you think about that, you lose seven games in a row, and it's like, man, the weight of the shoulders, uh, the piano is off your back, right? And uh, they were so right. happy, so excited. It was great to see. All right, so I want fans to have a chance to hear Coach Pry because he's very emotional, he's very passionate. This was Coach Pry visiting with Mike after the game in Lynchburg. Coach, congratulations, man. It's been a long time coming since uh, you got a win over Wofford way back in the day. But I know you're so happy. You're so proud of these guys. They didn't quit, and they got the job done in the fourth quarter. And finally, you win one by one point, and I'd lose one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I, I couldn't be more proud uh, of this football team. And uh, appreciative of everybody that has stuck with us and invested and kept working. Our training staff, our equipment staff, our fan base, administration, everybody just keeps believing, man. It's going to take all of us to do this. And more than anything today, you know, this, this group found a way to win. And uh, I'm just so proud and happy for them. Well, you know what? The bottom line is, my man, it starts with you. I mean, this team, you think about it, they really struggled. They lost all those games in a row. You're the one that was able to keep them up. You kept their morale up. You bought into it. They bought into you. They were invested. And, uh, man, they just played their hearts out today. Well, we've got good – good people in this program we've got good men and women in leadership positions we've got good captains uh, it's not easy uh, the adversity we went through and the tough losses and you know they stuck together they ignored the noise and uh, you know they felt the support and, and they kept it close and you know we just kept working we knew there were signs right there was enough to be encouraged by and uh, it just all came together today you made sure that uh, you could run the football today. That was a big thing. The most yards you've had rushing all year. Yeah, really proud of the O-line and both those backs. I mean, Keyshawn and, and Holston, those two guys, it was a one-two punch out there. Very, very happy for those guys and, and loved the way the offensive line stepped up. Yeah, you got to be happy with a lot of guys. I mean, think about Grant Wells. He got sacked a bunch of times. But, man, he made some plays with his arm and his feet. Yeah, I'd say this. I, I think Coach Bowen and the staff did a great job mixing it up tempo, formations, motions, you know, really tried to bring the creativity to keep the defense off balance, and I think all that was a factor. Much better job on third downs today, 6 of 18, but how about the fourth down conversions? Two, You were 2 for 2 in that first half, you end up 3 for 3. The fake punt, run me through that, man, the fake field goal. Yeah, we've been practicing that fake field goal all season, and uh, Coach Holt kept bugging me about it, saying we had it, we had it, we had it, and you know, John's a pretty quick guy, and Peter's been executing it well, and, and it was the right time. You know, it was there. Uh, we can call it off if we need to, so it's a pretty safe deal, and uh, it came through for us when we needed it. All those reps of practice, 
you know, all season long paid off today. That was a picture-perfect pitch there. Got that 11-yard gain. Kept that drive alive. That was awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, big, yeah. big time. Yeah. I mean, that, that was critical. And obviously, the, you know, the takeaway and then yeah. converting and making it, you know, fourth down conversion and then turn it into a touchdown. I mean, I thought we had a two-point conversion there, but they, you know, they, the replay went against us. But uh, and then the takeaway at the end of the game to close it out. How about Tywan Garbert, the game he played today? Man, oh, man, he was all over the place, forcing fumbles. Yeah, that, that's big time. You know, that's the kind of guy Ty is. He, he steps up on Saturdays and – He's, he's played hurt most of the season and worked through it. He's very, very smart. Uh, you know, that rush came through when we needed it. In that fourth quarter, uh, we merited some big sacks and, you know, some sack fumbles, which was obviously a big piece of, to closing this group out. You had to love the fact after there's such bad field position to start that third quarter, you're at the 10-yard line, the 6-yard line, you give up a safety, then you get the ball after that fumble and you put on a 13-play drive. That was huge. Yeah, you know, again, complimentary, right? We stubbed our toe with the kick return for a touchdown. Our kick coverage got to be better. But, you know, we really kind of supported one another and came through on each side when we needed to. You know, defensively, uh, we held that group to 13 points. And uh, I'm very, very proud. Chris Marv called the game today and did just – I'm so proud of him and, and the work he's put in. He prepares every week. It was the right thing to do. And he called a great game, and the kids played awesome. To hold that explosive group, what they did at Arkansas, what they did against Wake Forest, what they did to BYU, really, really good job minimizing points against an explosive group. My boy, yes, no doubt about it there, Coach. How about uh, the fact that you had some great guys step up? How about the catches Gallo made? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that Nick, he worked so hard all year, and it was great to see him make some plays today. But I think in general, just – more guys, you know, made plays today. You know, it was a little bit here, a little bit there, guys stepping up. You know, Kelly Lawson, I mean, Daquan with a big play, Grant running it, you know, Keyshawn Holson. There's just – Jaden Blue made a big catch in a big moment. You know, so there's just a lot that went into this win from a lot of different people, which I'm very proud to see. How about Jalen Holston? Three touchdowns, one yard shy of 100. Man, he was just on his game today. Yeah, he was on a mission today. You know, we talked last week after the game. This is a guy that I think some people wanted to question when we took the job. And, you know, his commitment and investment has been one of the best on the team. He just kept pouring it in. He wasn't getting the carry sometimes. And, you know, here it is. Uh, you know, he's a big reason we win this ball game. And Keyshawn King as well. You know, even when he caught that ball up, they're 7.1 yards per carry. He was getting after it. Yeah, those two guys, that's a one-two punch to me. You know, defensively it's tough when, when you've got a guy that's a north-south physical break tackles, and then, and then you got a guy that can get on the perimeter and outrun you. So, good combo today. How about Peter Moore, the job he did punting the football? Yeah, some big punch today. Really good punch. I mean, he, you know, he's a weapon for us. He's got to be. I thought he came through today. And, uh, you know, we just, like I said, our kick coverage, we've got to improve there. We've got to look at that and make sure we clean it up. You know, Kelly Lawson was all over the field, made some nice plays for you, some of those younger guys, and saw a lot of Xavier Chaplin today. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was good to see Xavier out there. He's uh, He's been battling an injury, and I don't know that he was quite 100% today, but he wanted to get some experience, and, and we wanted him to, so it's good to see. When you put Silas down at guard and you put Xavier at tackle, that's a lot of human being right there on that side. So, <laughs> you know, those guys wanted to run behind that group. But, you know, then Kelly, I'm so proud of Kelly. This, this guy's explosive. He's long. He can run. He's only going to get better and better. Just the same thing with Daquan Wright. Makes a couple good catches for you. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see those young guys. You know, him, 
Uh, and then what Mansoor did, you know, on the big hit and the strip, I mean, just, you know, like, like I said, there's a bunch of guys that made plays today. I think this whole group just decided we weren't going to be denied. Was it you made that decision to let Chris call the game? Or did you have much input at all? Was that predetermined? I, obviously, I'm on the headset. Yeah. and uh, But that was, you know, we, we talked about it on Sunday and then made the decision Monday. It's just it was the right thing to do. He prepares every week to call it. I got a lot of confidence in Chris. Uh, you know, there's, there was, it was the right time in the year with the way things have gone uh, to give him the opportunity. And it's only going to make him better, you know, as, as the weeks go on and, and we move forward. When you win that turnover battle, Coach, <laughs> you generally win the game, don't you? Yeah, that's big time. You know, the turnovers and explosive plays, which I believe we won the explosive play battle as well. You do those two things, and we minimized penalties again today, which is important. Um, you know, th a few things to clean up with the sacks, obviously. But uh, and then it was just good, smart football down the stretch. You know, I think the staff did a great job, and, and Grant managing the offense, and you know, Chris dialing up a good pressure on fourth down against those guys. So really complimentary the way we won the game. Yeah, and how about smart? People probably won't understand and think, well, why didn't you try to score there? You want to run the clock out, and win the game. Exactly. You know, that right. was great. Points call aren't on your necessary. Point. Yeah. yeah, that was. You know, and they're trying. They're in what's what's called surrender mode. They're trying to let him score. So it was a really good job. We wanted to get the first down and then go down, and that's exactly what they did. So really proud of the way the offensive staff and players managed that situation. How about those orange uniforms? Yeah, I liked them. I tell you, it's just you know. The honor and respect, and it just it just all made sense. And the guys have just been so compelled uh, thinking about their brothers, you know, down at UVA. And it was the right thing to do. I think the guys, you know, they were motivated by it and felt good about doing it. So, and, you know, you get to win in it. We might be in orange again next week. I don't know. You know, it might be our, our color moving forward. But <clears throat> how about the fans, the Hokie fans here spread out all over the place? Incredible yeah, you crowd. felt those fans all game long. You know, the players did. You know, people kept telling me that, that their crowd would get kind of rowdy. I never noticed them. I didn't hear them. Um, you know, I thought our fans, you know, they stood out today. And they've stood out every week. You know, we travel very well. And we're going to get this thing going and win a bunch of football games. And that fan base is going to be a big reason why. Coach, one of the coolest things I saw today was letting Coach Mines bring that UVA flag out on the field there before the game. That that was classy. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, that's, uh, you know, that place means the world to Fontel and to have him coaching with us and can't imagine what he was going through. So, you know, I asked him if he wanted to do it and, and he absolutely, you know, wanted to to carry the flag and be part of it and represent his university uh, and honor his university. So it was good. I'm not sure how you did that with a uh, dry eye and got one foot in front of the other. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, congratulations, man. It's been a long time coming. So happy for you and this team to get this win and get it on the road. You talked about it last week, right? These last two games are going to define you. Yeah, how do you want to be remembered? Great start to that. Yeah, this was good. I was getting starting to not look forward to seeing you, Mike. So it's good. To, <laughs> <laughs> I really like you. So I'm glad we flipped the script and could have a good moment together. Appreciate it, guys. Go enjoy it. All right. Thanks, brother. Also, after the game on Saturday, the Hokies' Mike Burnup had the chance to visit with one of the real stars of the game, running back Jalen Holston. We got Jalen Holston here with us. Big smile on his face today. How about that job, man? What a great job. What a great win. Thank you. How did you guys do it? How have you been able to stay positive, upbeat, and keep this thing going after all these losses? It's just looking at those games, breaking down the film, and just being in the game is like 
every game we're so close. We're, we're making our own mistakes that are killing ourselves, and it's just finally being able to put it together and knowing that we can finish the game was really exciting for me. Season high rushing yards today, you were a big part of that. Oh, yes, sir. I was. Keyshawn was. The O-line, they really got the job done today. 99 yards. Could you not get 100? <laughs> my sister, my, I did, actually, I didn't know. My sister texted me, said, one, we are one yard away. So, you know, that's kind of, uh, but I'd rather get the win than yards uh, any day. I understand. And you talk about a one-two punch. Keyshawn, he averaged over seven a carry. He was dialed in today, he too. He started it off. I, yeah. I give all the praise to Keyshawn, you know, just seeing him being able to dive and slide through those holes, break tackles. And I hate it for him that he fumbled because I really wanted to see him keep going. But that really just motivated me. You know, you see somebody doing good, you want to do better. How about at the end of the game there, you guys were able to move the ball down there, the defense get you some turnovers, and you're able to close it out. That had to feel so good. Oh, yes, sir, because just knowing all year we could do that. We're, we've seen it on the film. We've thrown pieces of it, just finally put it together. That's just very exciting for us. Complimentary football. Coach talked about that yes, a lot. Sir. The defense only gave up 13 points. Defense was on it today. It's just hats off to those guys and just offense. We seeing them play, we just want to do the best we can to support those guys. Like Coach Price said, a complete game wins game. So want to play complimentary football. And the fake field goal, what a great goal that was, <laughs> buddy. Love man. I, uh, we we practiced it for a long time, and it's just finally going out there running it. You never know how it's really gonna look, but. Hey, the specialists, they can play football, too. <laughs> Might be just a little slower than you, but they can get it done. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Jalen, congratulations. So happy for you and uh, the way things went today. And you guys did a much better job on third down. Your fourth down, you were three for three on fourth down conversions. Yes, sir. All those little things pay off, don't they? Hey, it's the little things that Coach Pry and Coach Bowen preached on that for a couple of weeks now, and we finally executed, and it was very exciting for us. Well, congratulations. Enjoy that ride home. It's going to be fun. Thank you, you too. All right, appreciate it. That's Mike with Jalen Holston from Saturday's game against Liberty. You know, one of the guys that had an incredible game was uh, Garbutt, who, when healthy this season, was one of the most effective, really dominating defensive players for the Hokies. He had a chance to visit with Mike after the game on Saturday. Man, what a game today. Congratulations. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Are you feeling better than you have been? I mean, you've been so banged up all year, it seems like, but today you felt like you had another gear. Uh, I say this, I, I have been banged up all year and, you know, that's just, it comes with the game. And I feel like today I knew that there was going to be opportunities for me to make big plays that was going to be able to dictate the game, determine the game or swing momentum in our favor. And that was kind of when you, and I, I take this from a little quote because Kobe Bryant, my favorite athlete ever, and I take it from a quote, it's like when you're in the zone, you don't feel the injury. So I feel like that's kind of was more of the thing. Like I felt like I, I just won't thinking about it. I won't caring like how I felt. It was like when you in when you're locked in, all you can think about is the moment and right there and and what's right now. And I I felt like that was more of the thing. Like I, I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling it right now. But at the time, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I had like a second gear. Like I didn't worry about anything and I wasn't thinking about like planting the wrong way or like you know something to do with that so yeah and you guys are doing that against two different quarterbacks how about that yeah uh we we've i i, I feel this week we knew seven was more the runner but we didn't change our approach last week we knew 13 was a great runner for uh, the blue devils and i felt like and myself included we all rushed pretty scared we gave them too much time to to choose whether he was going to run or throw, you know? And 
this week we made it in our minds, and I made it in my mind, and just as a whole group, as a unit, like we weren't going to give the quarterback four or five seconds to throw. Like, you know, things happen. They max protect. We only rush three. Sometimes, like, it happens. Sometimes it happens in their favor. But we knew we were going to get them off the spot. We was going to have their quarterbacks running, whether if it was seven or 11. And we didn't. We didn't hesitate. We didn't rush scared. You know, we, we pinned our ears back and we rushed hard all game. And eventually, just like that last drive, we ended up getting back-to-back sacks as a, as a line. So. Yeah, that was pretty cool. One by Blitz and one with a three-man rush. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. How about that? The two sacks, three tackles for loss. I mean, good gracious, you were everywhere making plays. Had to feel so good. Yeah, it, it felt great because, you know, I, this could have been my last one. And I, I went into practice this week. You know, just happy, like just ecstatic to still have an opportunity to go out here and, you know, play one more game for Virginia Tech, to go out here and, you know, have the opportunity to just be with my brothers one more time. And just with everything that's happened, I, I just wanted to make sure if this was going to be my last game, I wanted to make some type of impact on it because I know how grateful this program has been for me, know how grateful this university has been for me. And I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, as they start to kick off this new era that I could somehow, some way set some type of standard and raise some type of bar. So for them younger guys that are behind me, they can always remember, you know, what Taiwan did here or what Taiwan helped us do here. So that really was my mindset. And today after that forced fumble, when you got the ball, the offense back, they took it on that 13 play drive, took the lead and never relinquished. That's so cool. It, it, it was big, like I just, I just remember the quarterback starting to run, and as he was starting to run, I, there was just no doubt in my head. I said, he's not going to see me. And sometimes, like, you know, a lot of people think, like, they're out to play. And as he was running, he really was running towards their sideline. I was coming up kind of their hash, and I knew he didn't see me. So as the, my guys are making him slow up, he didn't see me. I came behind him, and I hit his elbow, because that's, that's kind of the weak spot of, like, anybody holding the ball, their elbows or their fingers. So it's like I hit his elbow, and right there I just knew, like, we had all the momentum to swing right back in our favor. We were down, what, 22-17? They looked like they were about to be a short, short field goal range. And I just knew after that play, I knew I, I had faith that uh, six was going to get us down there and you know get us some points. The way my boy, my boy Hulse, I've been with him since the beginning. The way he's ran, the way he's, you know, he's done everything and put his body on the line for this program. I I have, I didn't have no doubt in the world that Big Sixty and them boys next to him were going to continue to make them holes like they did in the first half to go put it away for us. I just knew eventually, it'll come back to us having to stop him. Well, now it's time to clear your way to the bus and get back home in oh, one yeah. piece. And get them buses <laughs> rocking, yeah. buses shaking. Taiwan, congratulations. Thank you. Thank Good you work. so much. Happy Hokies in the locker room after Virginia Tech's win over Liberty. We're going to step aside. When we come back, Mike and I will wrap up Level 7. That's after these messages. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome back to Level 7 on this Tuesday. It is Thanksgiving week. Mike and I are here talking about 
Well, we don't have a game on Saturday, but, buddy, we've got a lot to be thankful for, don't we? Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I think uh, first and foremost, you know, we got great family. we got great support, the Hokie Nation and all that sort of thing. And I'm looking forward to spending a little time with my uh, daughter in Roanoke and the grandson, little Miles, for Thanksgiving Day, have a nice meal. And then my other daughter's coming in uh, from Denver later on and uh, to have a shower for her sister, and then she's going to come in and help uh, with the newborn because Jenna's due in the first part of January. So thankful for all that. Got to see Greg a couple of weeks ago as well when he came in for a game. And, um, yeah, so it's always stuff to be thankful for. You, you can't count your blessings. You never take it for granted, uh, for granted Bill, that uh, we got so much to be thankful for. Maya family, uh, since no trip uh... – to uh, Blacksburg for the Tech UVA game, uh, Brett and Sheila and the girls and Maxine, that's um, uh, mother-in-law Maxine, all uh, reconvening at my place down in Florida. Yeah. We're going to do a Thanksgiving Day turkey trot. This will be my first marathon. Oh. That will be along the beach Thanksgiving morning starting at 7 o'clock. So, what do you mean a turkey so you know, trot? Are you going to trot down the beach in a marathon? Exactly. There's no Thanksgiving way. Thanksgiving Day. No way. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what we're doing. It's Now, you can walk it or run. It's only five miles. Oh, so it's not a marathon. Let's say, well, Billy Boy, me if is. you go a marathon, I mean, like, like 100 <laughs> yards. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, you know it's, what else I'm thankful for? What's that? The, the fact that we got out of Liberty because somebody had the dad and damn car keys. I'm thankful that I even got back to, to Charleston to get back to Blacksburg because we had no car keys. After freezing to Someone, death after the game, and you clowns can't figure out how the car keys ended up in your bag. Yeah, that's one of uh, life's great <laughs> mysteries. So I'm thankful that my family will be here in Florida. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We'll go down to Florida. Uh, Brett's family uh, in, in West Palm Beach and in Boca. And we're all going to reconvene at my place a little bit farther south in Lauderdale. And we're going to take the boat out, and we're going to have a good time and watch some college football. I'd rather be at Lane Stadium with you because, in reality, that's what I'm most fa- uh, thankful for is that you and I got to reunite in the booth here in the oh fall. Oh, my gosh. It's been awesome. Just so happy that you're back, and we had a great year. So much fun telling stories and recounting and having memories and making new ones and like the key story the other day. And just uh, it's been fantastic. And it was so great to see your family, too, Bill. We're up at the Pitt game in Pittsburgh, and – Got to have brunch with them and got to see them Friday night before the game. God, they're growing up so fast. And Sheila and Brett are just awesome people. And uh, just they're doing great things. And, yeah, that's been fun. So we're all going to get together. We'll be on the boat. I'll send you some pictures. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, Is it a three-hour a tour? <laughs> if, if, if I can survive the marathon on Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, skipper with the vessel and the, 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 the right and left or whatever you call those things, star, starstruck or something. <laughs> yeah, you stay in the back of the boat. I'll, I'll take care of steering it up and down the Atlantic coast. <laughs> Buddy boy, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Enjoy it with your family as well, and we'll talk with you next week. Sounds good, Bill. Appreciate it. That's it for today's edition of Level 7. Thanks for joining us all season long, and we'll talk with you again real soon on our next edition 
of Level 7. You've been listening to Level 7. Today's show has been sponsored by The Edge Apartments, a CMG community, the exclusive student housing partner of the Hokies, and by AAA. Go big and get more with AAA. Visit AAA.com to learn more. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Virginia Tech Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.